Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the horror, Christmas horror film, Better Watch Out. It came out in 2016, directed by Chris Peckover. This is written by Chris Peckover as well, along with Zach Kahn. This one stars Olivia DeJonge, uh, Levi Miller, and Ed Oxenbold, among other great actors in this movie. In this movie, on a quiet suburban street, a babysitter just def- uh, a babysitter must defend a 12-year-old boy from intruders, only to discover it's far from a normal home invasion. That just sounded weird. Must defend a 12-year-old boy from home intruders. Protect? Uh, maybe would have been a better word, I guess. I don't know. Uh, regardless... This is a movie that I have watched before, watched it years ago, probably around the time when it came out. Uh, But it is a movie that once I started, I'm like, I've seen this. But also a movie, probably because I didn't review it, that despite recognizing that I had seen this movie before, had no idea what was going to happen in this movie. Because there are some twists that completely surprised me. Um so, so even though it was a rewatch, the twists still got me, right? This is a great take on a slasher slash home invasion film, horror film, uh, with even references to other great Christmas uh, time home invasion films like Home Alone, specifically the the one uh, Christmas movie where home invasion takes place. There's a, a, a fun, I guess is the word. Uh, reference to Home Alone, or at least a running aspect of of Home Alone. Uh, I had such a fun time with this film. It's a a must-watch. If you want a great Christmas horror film uh, that's doing some new stuff, that makes you think it's about one thing, and then kind of turns it on its head in the best way, uh, and, uh, yeah, if, so if you want to step outside of just your typical Christmas movies and you want, want a good horror film, little home invasion to go along with your, your Yuletide carols, uh, then I would check this one out for sure. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> like it, it, the fact that so much of this surprised me knowing that I had watched this movie before, uh, kind of made me love it even more. The fact that he was able to do that, regardless, uh, the casting, specifically the kid, uh, Luke, played by Levi Miller, great, absolutely great, uh, great performance. I mean, this movie really hinges on his performance in a lot of ways, and I, th- I thought it was amazing. Uh, this is a well-written film with a lot of great twists and turns, uh, a lot of great comedy as well. You know, in this film about a young boy 
who has a crush on his longtime babysitter. Right. That's it's kind of uh, the 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 dynamic that is set up. He's like maybe a little too old. Like he's on the verge of like ah, he could probably stay home alone. Um, but you know they're buddies because she babysat him growing up. Uh, you know, in this movie, you know this is a movie that has a big twist that happens after the first act. It's not like an ending twist uh, after the first act that. Uh, kind of changes everything changes the dynamic of everything that's going on and i which i completely forgot about uh so when it happened i was blown away again <laughs> as i'm sure i was the first time uh and it's a movie i would hate for anyone to watch uh for the first time if you've been spoiled so i'm going to save a lot of this uh review for spoilers but uh, it's a movie that also has a lot of kind of different parts that all get wrapped up in the very in a very satisfying way at the end of this movie, which I was also surprised with how it all comes together at the end. But every moment of this film just keeps you engaged all the way up until the very end. Like even the very end of this movie, there's another revelation, which is like, what is going on? I really love this movie a lot. Let's take a short break from this episode. Hey, loyal listeners of The Ray Taylor Show. I know it's one thing to tune in and engage with the content that I passionately create for you. But what if I told you there's a way to wear your fandom? Introducing our exclusive line of merchandise inspired directly by the vibes and visuals of this very podcast. From the stylish t-shirts that'll make you stand out in the crowd to our eco-friendly biodegradable phone cases adorned with artwork inspired by the show. You can now carry a piece of the Ray Taylor show wherever you go. Whether you're looking to make a fashion statement, protect your phone with some flair, or simply want to show off your love for the show, our merchandise has got you covered. Ready to rock our gear? Head on over to inspireddisorder.com and get yours today. Wear the show. Be the vibe. Now let's get back to the show. But I do want to talk about spoilers. So from here on out, spoiler warning. Please, if you have not watched this movie, I highly recommend you check this movie out and then come back to the show and hear my thoughts on all of the stuff you just watched. And maybe we'll we'll agree or disagree on it. But from this point on, spoilers. Uh, like I said, seen this movie, but it's been a while. You know, it seems... Like, he seems too old for a babysitter, as I mentioned. Uh, but it, it's whatever. Like, you kind of get over that. His performance is great. And also, another weird thing that I noticed, which I don't think has to do with the movie trying to make you think these people are younger in any way, but I noticed that all of the doorknobs in this movie are really high. They're almost at eye level. And even the light switches, like everything is positioned way higher than you would normally see it. So when these kids go to the door, right, whether it's the 16 to 17 year old babysitter or this 13 year old kid, the doorknob is like, like at their face, which is kind of weird, just very strange. They also use a, the mom uses a pencil 
because apparently he's been sleepwalking. Which, when watching that, I'm like, so you're just going to know if the pencil falls off the door, then you're just going to know that he sleptwalked. It's not going to, like, alarm anybody that he sleptwalked. You're just going to know that he had left his room at some point. Um, And to see that that was him sleepwalking was him covering up something from before or something is i think his friend snuck out snuck down to like get alcohol or something like that i forget exactly what it was so it's like this kid's been kind of manipulating and playing the game uh and the sleepwalking was part of the whole charade of of him kind of getting away with doing whatever he wanted to so even though it seems weird it it gets explained later on which i appreciate um all the doorknobs, light switches, way high. Uh, so the girl comes over, babysitter comes over. The dad's kind of flirting with her, which I'm like, is that going to go somewhere? It doesn't go anywhere. Once the parents leave, they're gone for the rest of the, well, until the very end of the movie. Um, but yeah, the dad's like, you know, w- which I maybe it's playing into that kind of trope of, you know, dads and babysitter type of thing. Uh, but he, trying to get some like liquid courage, pops open a bottle of champagne. Right, he's trying to act like an older kid. Right, he's almost thirteen. Uh, crush on the babysitter. They sh- so they share, end up sharing a bottle of champagne. Uh, she's like, "Fuck it, you're drinking." He catches her uh, taking a sip of it instead of pouring it down the thing. He's like, "Oh, so I guess so." They end up sharing it, which is fine. I mean, that just goes to show how. You know, there's a four, four to five year difference between them. They're both kids. She knows that he's like, you know, he's getting a little older. He's not the same child that he was before. So, you know, babysitter letting him get away with some stuff. Okay. And she's she's moving. She's going to like college or whatever. So this is also kind of like the, the farewell between the two of them. And then you see like they go sit down to watch a movie and like this is still the first act and i'm like watching this i'm like okay like i know where everything is going like nothing is surprising yet right they sit down to watch the movie he puts his hand on her leg and she like picks it up and puts it puts it off he puts his head on her shoulder to to lean on her right which is probably something he did as a child right so he's trying to make his move and then he tries to kiss her. And, of course, that doesn't work. And then his stoner friend shows up. Right? Things kind of start getting weird. She starts thinking she sees something outside. And then the stoner friend shows up. Um, and somehow, although now, <laughs> like while I'm watching, I'm like, how all of a sudden do the phones, the cell phones and landlines not work? Actually, I don't know how the cell phones don't work. Like, as far as the Wi-Fi, okay, they shut the Wi-Fi down, right? And they they put the little caps on the phone lines. But as far as not being able to use, I guess, the cell phone thing, because he throws her cell phone in the in the, the tank, the fish tank, trying to throw it to her, but he just conveniently tosses it right in the fish tank. Um, and then they get the brick through the window that says... You leave, you die, and immediately Garrett, the stoner friends, ends up running out the back door and seems to get shot with like a, a gun with a silencer on it. 
So it's like, I'm still thinking like this is a slasher film, a home invasion film. He did something very stupid, d- leaving right after finding out if you leave, you die. And these crazy things start happening. And even Luke keeps wanting to do the stupid thing, to be brave. Like, I'm going to go get my dad's gun. And he gets the gun, I'm going to go out there and take care of this shit. Like, he's, like, in the reality of this movie right now, I'm going, this is ridiculous. What are you doing, dude? Like, trying to be brave to, to like, you know, make this girl think highly of you in some way. It's just so stupid. And then the twist. The twist at the, after the, the first act when you find out that this was all planned like they planned this home invasion garrett and luke planned this home invasion to make luke seem like the hero that would kill or defend the girl ashley from this intruder right that was the whole i'm like oh makes everything make sense right why he was trying to do stupid stuff Garrett had brought his dad's shotgun to scare them with. And, you know, Luke had his debt, got his dad's handgun. And then it was all planned just to make him look like the hero. And then when he, she says she's going to call his parents, it takes another turn. It goes, goes even like, it goes even farther. Like she talks down to him. She's like yelling at him. So you can't, what are you doing? You can't do this. I'm going to call your parents, whatever, right? Talk shit to him. And he slaps her, causing her to fall down the stairs. I'm like, oh, shit. This is getting brutal. Like, I completely forgot about the twist. I completely forgot that this was all fabricated, made up, planned. And then I forgot how violent he gets, which is like another level to this movie. And she wakes up, duct taped to a chair. And you see Garrett and Luke putting all their props away, all the things that they were using to scare her, that they had planned, that they had all set up. And Garrett, high on Oxycontin, because, of course, kids, if you want to get high, just go to your parents' medicine cabinet. That's where every every stoner I have ever known started off by experimenting with the drugs they found in their parents' medicine cabinet. Let's take a quick break from the show. Listeners, are you ready to take your experience with The Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Dive into Inspired Disorder Plus for just $5 a month. You unlock a world of premium content that's sure to satisfy your every entertainment and artistic craving. Imagine enjoying The Ray Taylor Show, a full week completely ad-free in both audio and video formats. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get exclusive access to the live painting archive, be the first to lay eyes on new releases from the many faces, and enjoy members-only discounts and deals that'll have you coming back for more. With a treasure trove that includes a podcast back catalog of boasting 14 unique shows and over 600 episodes, personal insights through Ray Taylor's own blog, that is me, creative writing to spark spark your imagination, and an interactive Ask Me Anything section. Inspired Disorder Plus is a feast for the curious mind. Get ready to elevate your entertainment game. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become a member of an exclusive club. Dive in, 
indulge, and inspire your senses. Now let's get back to the show. Now they play Truth or Dare, and he like dares him, like Garrett dares him to to like uh, feel her up, which is like oh, it's just it's it, it's getting dark. And the plan is to give her GHB to make her forget everything that happened. Like, don't worry. You're not going to remember it anyway. And then her boyfriend shows up, who barges in, by the way. Like, him showing up when we find out that that was part of the plan also. But him barging into the house, which I guess if it's the plan, you let him barge into the house. But then he gets hit in the head with a baseball bat twice. He gets stabbed in the face with the pencil that was underneath the little rug to to mark his door or whatever. And then he gets hit in the head again. I, th- I thought he died in the second one because he's got blood pooling up now. But that wasn't it. And then they want to test the Home Alone, the reference. First there was a reference early on where they had had a debate whether or not getting hit in the head with a paint can would just knock you out or like explode your head. Right. So now they have this other, this boyfriend, Ricky tied up as well. And they're like, we're going to do our Luke is like, we're going to do some Mythbuster Mythbuster shit. We're going to, we're going to test this home alone theory, which ends up uh, being very brutal. Uh, then he invites the other ex over and keeps him outside and tells him that she doesn't want to see him, but she wants him to write down an apology in the yearbook, which is another brilliant aspect where you have this guy writing this apology to his girlfriend. And then you see after he writes it, you see Luke basically rigging up a noose around his neck using the tractor to hang him from the tree and then when you see it drop it looks like a a suicide note which is brilliant i was like oh my god like i completely forgot all this stuff i didn't expect him to shoot his friend when he's trying to help ashley escape he shoots garrett and the way he acts like yelling that kind of temper tantrum my friend has a a 10 year old who like explodes like that thankfully no guns in the house but man there's like that type of like naive rage is just pretty scary pretty scary and then the great part where you see him lay out all of the weapons to pin all of these murders on the x that hung himself right you have paint on his fingers you put the gun by you know the by uh what's his name by garrett he's like when he stabs also wasn't expecting him to stab her when he figured out you know all this stuff had gone to shit this was like his his get out of jail free plan Stabs her in the throat, right? Puts the fingerprints and paint on the knife, on the gun. And puts the paint on the the dude's hand that that got hung. So he's like, oh, he 
did the paint can thing, stabbed her, shot the friend. Supposedly all while Luke is sleeping in bed. Right? But him kind of covering everything up, setting the scene for when his parents get home, and then realizing that he can't get the pencil in the in the door knob w- without it falling off before he can close the door so he has to like crawl outside and this is like almost the part where you're almost cheering for him to get away with it because he like accidentally knocks off tips over a decoration that's outside and then one almost falls off the roof and he catches it right in time as to not like show that his parents that he's up on the roof trying to climb back into his room but the final twist the final twist was great like this whole thing i'm like holy shit this is like just even if it ended with him getting away with it would be very dark ending but to hear one of the emts go we got a got a live one here and to find out that it was her used the duct tape that she cut off her wrist to escape use that to stop the bleeding of her neck or at least slow it down and that's the way she survived and giving him the, the finger at the end the best the best as you see like him and his mom you know his mom's like coddling him or whatever it's like yep he didn't get away with it kid he didn't get away with it such a great like such a great movie so much fun right i love how this started off like just a typical kind of home invasion slasher film you know then the twist that it was all planned but then to see what the actual master plan was that he is like literally crazy and watching it all unfold in in such a satisfying way seeing how he covers all of his tracks right barely making it to bed in time for his parents to get home and like I said, almost satisfying. Like, you know, so it's all so well executed. I was almost cheering for him to succeed. But the final twist, seeing, you know, that she used the duct tape, absolutely perfect. Her giving him the middle finger as she gets loaded into the ambulance, so satisfying. Uh, just a great, great movie. Great horror movie that, like, starts off like it's going to be just some generic whatever. And then turns into so much more. And the performance uh, by Levi Miller in this just pulls it off to be a psychotic kid. That's going to, which, you know, on some level, this is similar to like a Home Alone or even a Dial Code Santa Claus. But even like leaning into the horror more so. I loved it. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Ray Taylor show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on better watch out, right? That's the name of it. Better watch out. Yeah. Better watch out. Uh, a great movie. Highly recommend you check it out. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for new movie and TV show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder until next time. Enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace 
out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.